Hi, this is Emma and this is Who Do You Think I Am? The podcast that looks at how you can sort of augment all the bits of your life into one cohesive whole. Well, that's the the gist, you know. I'm talking to you today and it is absolutely freezing. My heating is broken. You can imagine. (laughs) I'm sat here in the studio. The Attic Garrett Studio at Clark Gables, covered in blankets. (laughs) And I've got a hot mug of coffee that Mr. Clark has very generously just made me. But today, I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk to you about how, what the shape of, of my working day is. And I wonder what yours is. Because I tend to do lots of different things throughout my day because I do like the variety. And I like changing up the pace. So I usually start with recording, with doing voiceover work. And um, this morning I voiced something about dermatitis. So uh, there's that. It's a mixed bag, the kind of stuff I'm asked to voice. I voice a whole bunch of stuff from commercials to corporate stuff, apps on hold messages animations, games, toys, all sorts of stuff. So I can go from recording something that's really, really serious. I mean, I recorded something for a body bag manufacturer the other day to then recording something ridiculous where I have to sound like a carrot. So then I'll come out of that session or sessions, sort out all my admin. And I'm very fortunate I've got an assistant who helps me with all my admin because otherwise, well, it'd be a mess. She, Sue, my wonderful Sue, is based in Spain. So we're completely paperless and we manage everything online and I can talk to her in real time and the communication is brilliant and it all works really, really well. So I'm, I'm well blessed. So I come out my sessions and I'm talking to Sue, organising all the, you know, the invoicing, the admin, the, the rigmarole. I mean, <laughs> they don't tell you when you're younger that about 98% of being an adult is admin, do they? They never mention that. (laughs) So at the beginning of the day, I usually make a list of everything that I want to achieve that day. And without that list, I'd kind of be completely sunk. So then I'll probably do a bit of research for my PhD. I might um, identify some literature that I need to review And make sure that I'm up to date with my reflective journal, which is a really big part of creative practice and and writing music, sort of reflecting on on what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it, why you're making those choices. And then if a bit more voicings come in, I'll, I'll dive back into the studio and voice a bit of that. By which time it's usually lunchtime. I start work quite early. Uh, It's why I look the way I do. It's one of the reasons. (laughs) So then it's about lunchtime when I ingest soup. And I can't stress this enough. If you don't have a soup maker, buy one. The most amazing things, honestly. So I have all my homemade soup with perhaps a hunk of bread and a Braeburn apple. Simple taste. I mean, I eat like a child. Very, very dull palate. I'm vegan as well. So, you know, I'm limited. I'm limited in many ways. Anyway, after lunch, I'll usually spend a couple of hours writing music. 
or listening to music, more often writing music or planning a piece. And when I say planning, I've really tried to get better at planning music because what I used to do, which was unwise, what I used to do was I'd sort of get an idea in my head and I'd just reach for Sibelius and just go hell for leather or I'd write it out on a bit of manuscript paper, just a chord or a, a rhythm or a little bit of a melody or just something. And then I'd just, I'd just write it and I'd just see where it would take me, which was kind of exciting for me, not necessarily so for the listener. So um, I've really tried to work on how I'm structuring my pieces. So what I've started to do, now this is a whole new thing for me, a new vista to explore. What I do is I get a big piece of manuscript paper, you know, like a, 18 staves for, a, you know, it's quite wide. It's quite a big, chunky, A3 kind of size. And then I'll divide it up into 10 second chunks with a ruler. I'll just sort of, you know, line it up. Before that, I'll have decided what the duration of the piece is going to be. And I plan it out. I can still hear all the music going on in my head. And then I'm sort of with, it's ridiculous. I get I get loads of felt tips and pencils <laughs> and I sort of draw it out, scribble it out. So I know visually what the structure of the piece is going to be. I know where, you know, where the melody is going to be. I know what the rhythm's roughly going to be. I know what the drum's going to do or whatever instrumentation I'm working with. I know, I know the rough shape of it, which I cannot tell you what a revolution that has been for me. That I feel, I feel better that I've really thought carefully about the structure of the piece that I've set out with a clear intent. Because the other thing is that when I start to write a piece, I need to know what it's about, otherwise I'm, I'm all over the shop. I need to know what it's about. If I don't know what it's about, then I'll usually write it as a study, just so I can figure out what that sound world sounds like, what, what instruments I'm writing for and what that says. Do you know what I mean? What ideas it generates. So once I've sort of got my head tuned into what I'm writing about, I can, I'm usually all right, because I understand what I'm trying to say. Without that really is awful, dreadful. So I, I write it all out on a piece of A3 and then, all in colours and scribbles, and <laughs> I put where I need a massive pause, where I need a massive chord, where I need a whatever. So once I've got that, I can actually start writing it. And that's really, really ace, doing that. It's, this is a new innovation, a new innovation. So I'll I'll spend some time doing that and then I'm back into the studio voicing again. And uh, I might be voicing some radio commercials, TV commercials, bits and bobs, whatever comes in. Every day is a surprise. I never know largely what's going to land in my inbox. And it's a very quick moving job, mine. It sort of moves very, very quickly and jobs need a very quick turnaround, which, <laughs> which is uh, exciting. Anyway, um, so I'll voice for a bit. Uh, perhaps have a cup of tea mid-afternoon, you know, walk the dog. <laughs> and then I sort of wind down my day by just checking off my list, checking that I've done everything that I need to do. If there's any more tedious admin that's come in, I'll make sure that's done. Um, amend, because the way I run my life, everything's on Trello. So I amend whatever Trello board I'm working on, whether it's 
my dashboard for running the business um, that my accountant and Sue are on, whether it's organising my podcast, whether it's organising my PhD research, whether it, whatever it is, whatever it is. And throughout this, like, you know, like many people, I'm, I'm talking to my children intermittently throughout the day. My son is at um, the Royal Ballet School in London. And my daughter currently this year is at the University of Innsbruck in Austria. So they're, they're far away from me, which is really challenging. I find it very, very difficult. But we are in contact a lot. So we, we message each other on WhatsApp. And <laughs> so I'm sort of keeping, keeping up with them throughout the day. So, I mean, this sound, I'm aware that this sounds like it's quite chaotic and that it's quite a scattergun approach. And I promise you it's not. It's all sort of clearly, clearly laid out. I know what I'm doing from from one task to the next because my day, because of the nature of voiceover work, is very task based. And for me to do all my music stuff, that also has to be very task based. You know, if I'm if I'm wanting to develop a piece and I'm wanting to figure out the harmonic language and I'm wanting to develop a chord progression that I'm going to use throughout a piece, that's one task. If I'm wanting to develop a melody, that's one task. So I break it up into little manageable subunits. Otherwise, I think I'd feel like I was drowning, I think. So by the end of the day, um, I'm spent, frankly. (laughs) And then I usually spend a bit of time staring into the middle distance. (laughs) You know, that thousand yard stare. Bit like that. And then, and then it's evening. Well, I might see a mate, might go to the cinema, might just carry on staring into the middle distance. I quite enjoy it. And then it all begins again the next day. I don't lead a terribly exciting, racy life, let me tell you. I don't at all. Far from it. <laughs> and most of the time I'm up here in the studio, either in the voice booth voicing or at my computer doing admin or writing music or scribbling something on my music pad. Whatever. So this is where I live. And as I said at the very beginning of this, it is bloody freezing here today. Oh, my Lord. Apparently the gas man's coming to fix it. I am I am promised. It was a very strange experience this morning, actually. I had to phone up <laughs> to organise help because it is bloody cold. And then who do I hear on the unhold message but a colleague <laughs> guiding me through, you know, one of these... IVR things where you're sort of guided through. Press one if you want to register a complaint. Press two if you need an engine, like that, that sort of thing. So it was her. So I kind of was, um, I, I was enjoying listening to her voice and also secretly cursing her at the same time because nobody really enjoys those those things, even though they do help to pay my mortgage. So uh, that's me for the day. Uh, I hope that's been interesting. Don't know if it has. Don't know if this is all some sort of narcissistic. <laughs> navel gazing indulgent ooh look at me listen to my life it really isn't intended to be that but anyway do let me know if you find any of this interesting in any way if you want to hear about anything in particular drop me a line and i will speak to you soon take care <laughs>